0: Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Are you ready to go GHCC Racing? Fans running to the fences, side by side. Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell going to try to dive, bomb down.
1: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, with me today, as always.
2: Brandon here, guys. What is going on, Split Line Off-Road Nation? Man, what a great weekend it was.
1: (laughs) It was. It was definitely an interesting weekend for sure, too. Uh, As you guys, a lot of you guys know, we was up at the GNCC this weekend up at Mount Morris. Uh, Had an awesome time getting to meet a lot of you guys and hang out and talk to a lot of cool people it was a lot of fun man just a lot of fun up there this weekend uh there was a ton of people up there a ton of great racing going on that we're going to break down here today we got a special guest coming on the line and uh yeah it's it's going to be a good show brandon
2: yeah man uh i I just couldn't believe how many kids and and uh, people are up there um campers and it, it's just insane to see it's always great to be out there to, at a great race like that and
1: great race good community of people uh you can't ask for more than that You yeah. had some great ATV racing great dirt bike racing great Stasic racing
2: mm-hmm. good I, times I just couldn't believe all the people that uh, kind of knew about us <laughs> it was weird <laughs> <laughs> no nah, it's awesome man it I'm, was cool it yeah, was really cool. really cool people were like hey
1: I I, I uh that shirt. I yeah. see that shirt. Yeah, I noticed that shirt. My, my so.
2: wife was wearing her shirt, and and uh, she had a couple people come up to her, and she's like, "Oh, I like your shirt," uh, and uh, and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. She was like, "Wow, people actually do know you guys." <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, sounds like we're going to have a great show because I think we're going to give away that gut cover here in a little bit. Big, so, be listening for that. Yep.
1: Big giveaway. We had 19 people yeah. pick Walker Fowler and Stu Baylor to I, win.
2: I figured it'd be like 100, but hey. Yeah. I
1: only mean, 19 yeah. picked that combination. I, I think
2: people are hoping that there was a <laughs> different outcome. Well,
1: think about it. If you were the one guy that picked uh, a different, uh, different group of guys to win than then you uh you,
2: you went it, you know
1: yeah yeah you were the only one that had a chance to win it so
2: I see yeah.
1: I, get, I I get what you're doing there could have right. happened right. cuz i mean it, Ben Kelly was close oh, to winning man and, we'll, we'll and get Hunter that. Hart was yeah, close yeah, to we'll, winning we'll get into that real quick i don't quick think, i, I didn't look but i don't think anybody picked Hunter Hart and, and ben, ben Kelly,
2: Kelly. man I'd to win
1: I don't think that was a combination that was no, picked. The, each one of those two were picked to win, but I don't think that was a combination I could, together.
2: I, I could see Richardson and Kelly, but I don't know about Hunter and, and Kelly. I don't know.
1: I think there was some Richardsons and Kellys, Kelly's for sure. But, yeah, we're excited to give away that seat. And speaking of guts racing, Brandon, <laughs> style or performance? <laughs> oh,
2: style, man. Love that style. I Love the look.
1: See, you say style, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go with performance because – I didn't have to fight to hang on to that rocket of a uh, <laughs> of a TRX four hundred and fifty that was slinging me to the hole shot yeah. this weekend. I mean, uh... Uh, it didn't really help me when I. Uh, I mean, they kept About you the sh-
2: it kept you on the seat. Yes. They kept you on the bike. Yeah, we'll have- get into that here in a second. <laughs> but,
1: anyways, back to guts racing. Did you guys know that in 1985, guts was formed in Northern California, and since then has been a leader in seat innovation technology. Anything you guys need to improve your seat, they've got you covered. Join the likes of Thad Duvall in the woods or Joe Hedrick on the track. These guys trust guts, and you should too. Um, yeah, it was a. Awesome weekend, Brandon. We'll just get into our experience real quick uh, before we bring our guest on this afternoon. Um, yeah, we went up there Friday and uh, did a little bit of biking around the track, talked to a few guys, got to talk to Hunter Hart and his father. And, Mm -hmm. uh, they, uh, it was awesome how his dad was talking about listening to the podcast and, and enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate all the support for sure. But, uh, so we biked a little bit of the track. Um, and uh, got to ride around the pits a little bit, just enjoyed our time up there. And Saturday morning, we showed up bright and early, and Brandon uh, Colton, Brandon's yeah. son, had his first race. Uh, you guys saw a little bit of that on our Instagram uh, live if you uh, followed that. But uh, it was fun. It was good. Yeah. Colton did good. He finished the race. Yeah. That was the main goal going in. That
2: was. All, that's all I ask because this was – he's never – believe it or not, he never rode in the woods like – He's, that was the first time ever riding in the woods, so um, yeah, I was we were a little nervous, but uh, I walked we walked the track on Friday, man, and I was like, I think he could do it. I, I don't see why he couldn't, and um, it was just more of a toss up between do I want to put him on the P Dub or the Cobra, and I felt like he had more experience and more confidence with the P dub, so I went with that and he was the only P dub on the track. So Hey. We we
1: we strategically placed ourselves on the track to to help him up the hills if he needed it. And uh, I think I pushed him up a couple of hills yeah. and uh he made it, dude. He yeah. made it around the track. I don't know if he ever yeah. went down at all except for the first turn. He
2: went down on the first turn and then probably about the fourth turn that I know of. Yeah. And uh, his mom was there actually for that one, so got picked back up and he was gone. And uh, um, I was looking at his lap times and every lap he was getting faster and faster, so – um, was really cool to see. I, I was pretty pumped about that. And uh, he was excited. He he said he wants to do another one. So yeah, for sure.
1: And then uh, later in the day, I raced. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, feeling pretty <laughs> good. Um, <laughs> went into the first turn and into the second turn and was surprised when I came out with the lead just for a brief second. Yeah. I dropped back to second going into the woods and it didn't last very long. <laughs> um, I uh, I don't know what happened if I got a little excited or what, but there was, if you guys raced that race, you know, uh, it, it was in the section that we didn't run the rest of the day, just in the start, the wooded section that we ran just for the start. Um, there was like a, like a, almost like a wall (laughs) that you went straight up and straight back down. And the guy in front of me, he hit it a little bit too hard and I was just following him and didn't, was not expecting to, to jump. And, um, When I came down on the other side, um, like a rookie, I stuck my right foot out to catch myself, and I hyperextended my knee, (laughs) (laughs) and um, I was afraid that it was hurt worse. Uh, I mean, sharp pains there for (laughs) a few minutes. Um, I uh, pulled off the track. I never stopped, but I pulled off to the side of the track, let a few guys go by, caught my breath, and then I was like, well, I'm going to try to push and see if I can hang on. Um, Went... For you know a little ways and then was able to start pushing again i thought you know i feel okay it doesn't feel great and then my knee just got weaker and weaker to where i couldn't stand up at all (laughs) and that was not a track that you could ride without standing up um it was rough uh it was a man's man track uh i got into the woods and uh started making a few passes when i started feeling okay but um but I went to make one pass on a hill climb, and uh, because I, I was out of the main line, when I went to go back in the main line, um, <clears throat> I kind of lost traction and uh, the bike tipped and when i went to catch myself with guess which foot (laughs) there was no catching myself rolled the bike over got it stuck on top of me and uh thank goodness the guy whoever you are that was riding the 250r and the vet b plus 30 class uh (laughs) helped pick the bike up off of me so that pretty much ended my day i uh i did another lap but I just became a hazard out there because yeah. I couldn't stand up, and I ended yeah. up pulling off. I was
2: waiting, man. I had the gas can I mean, and I the goggles bad. and the water. I was ready for you, man. I, was I ready felt for bad. You. I felt but terrible. It's all right. It's all right. We all have those days. And it then, started
1: <laughs> off good, but it ended up pretty bad. <laughs> but the but, highlight of my day yeah. was my son, Nolan, got to race in his first Stasic race. And I'm telling you what, GNCC Nation and Stasic. You guys have something awesome going on here, and it is really, really cool to see the amount of stasics out there um, <clears throat> racing in this in this race. And it, it's just for fun; they don't keep score or anything like that. But I'm gonna guess there was 50, 60 stasics. Wow. Um, they had two classes: they had a uh, a 10-inch class, and then the big the big stasic class, and. Uh, They uh, did, I think, probably about five or six laps each. Uh, Nolan did good. He loved it. Had a blast. Said he can't wait to do it again. Uh, But, yeah, it's just a real cool way to involve the smallest of youth into the sport. Uh, Saw some gnarly crashes (laughs) with these little kids. Oh, yeah. But uh, they all had fun. They all got up, dusted themselves off, and kept going. Nolan wrecked and... uh, uh, um, Ricky Towery he helped him back up, and Nolan <laughs> thought that was really cool because he idolizes that guy because he <laughs> uh, he watches you know yeah. all the races on on YouTube with me, and and uh, so he <laughs> thought that that was pretty cool. But
2: uh, yeah, I mean, uh, let's just hope that all those kids that are on the Stasics are getting full-wheelers or dirt bikes or something, and and because that's the that's the future of our sport, and um, it, as long as it keeps growing like that, it'll be awesome, and hopefully we'll uh, keep it going for years to come.
1: Yeah, and, and you know. What I've because Brandon's son, you know, he doesn't have a Stasic. He already had dirt bikes before he oh, yeah. before the Stasics. We,
2: we did the Strider bike. Yeah, the Stasics were just now getting popular yeah. when I was like bottom of P Dub. So
1: Nolan and and Colton are about the same age, but mm-hmm. Nolan's quite a bit smaller. <laughs> so I went with the Stasic option. And what I've told Brandon is 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 how much good habits he's learning on on this thing. And uh, I'm gonna definitely gonna get him the 16 inch one as well. Um, and and you know he's he he rides his P Dub. Uh, a little bit, but man, the the good habits that he's forming on the Stasic transfer over so well. It's just a really good introduction before they get on a heavy piece of equipment um, <laughs> that could uh, hurt them if they weren't riding correctly. So it's it's a it's great it's great to see that GNCC racing ha, ha, has um, um, embraced it, mm-hmm. and as well as the e-bikes. Man, these oh, guys man. are you know there's a ton awesome. of e-bikes out there. There's a hundred. Yeah. 100 e-bikes out there yeah it
2: was, it was awesome man speaking of e-bikes man they had a heck of a race themselves <laughs> they, going they on in there it was a three-way battle, battle. yeah yep. three-way battle for the lead man it was awesome to see and and uh it, it's good to see that the that that uh part of the the racing is getting some people in there that's getting some, a good battle going on and and that's what people like that's what the fans like to see so you know hopefully they'll keep getting some more attraction and more attraction for the for that sport part of the sport
1: yeah absolutely uh but uh Let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into the, the to the uh, to the big bike racing.
2: The big bike racing. Yeah. All right. We'll
1: go into the uh, to the quad racing first. Yeah. You ready?
0: Yeah, i are ready. Ask you one more time, GNC Racing Nation, are you ready to go, GNCC Racing? Seconds and row number one, the XC One Pro will be off and rolling at the Parts Unlimited Mason Dixon GNCC Around that first turn
1: and our whole shot award, the money's up for grabs. It's gonna Man. Be heart. how about that that whole shot this weekend? Yeah, that was pretty interesting, wasn't it? The had some off camber turns yeah. right off the bat. Uh, I think
2: it like played you're... a factor. I think oh, it played yeah. a
1: factor for sure because there was a lot of carnage. Um, uh, even from like, I think almost every line had a, had a crash <laughs> at, on the ATV side at least um, at the beginning of the race this weekend.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, for one, you got a heck of a run for the first. First initial turn, <laughs> really and did. then, and then you know, so you're you know you're cruising down through there. And then all of a you got to slide it to the left, and then get ready to slide it back to the right. And and um, it was it was really cool to watch um, as a fan uh, uh, for the weekend. So it was it was really cool. Then what made the best race probably of one of the of the year getting close to it was um, Hunter Hart getting out front and. Um, and making, uh, trying to make Fowler uh, chase him around.
1: Yeah, it was it was awesome to see that for sure. It was cool, Brandon. I was sitting on the line, and Brandon's telling me he's like, "Hey, Hunter got the Hunter got the whole shot." It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> like we're we're talking about show stuff like in the middle of my race, uh, but. Uh, <clears throat> um, Right off the gate, though, we had some carnage uh, with Cole Richardson going down in the, I believe, the third turn, which is the one that goes up over the hill. He went down and and rolled it there, and um, unfortunately, he was okay, but unfortunately, Austin Abney, he also went down and then got hit by a bike Ooh. and his first time into the pits uh which would be the uh, right before the start of the second lap um he pulled in and called it quits for the day so hopefully he's okay and hopefully he's going to be all right for snowshoe this week or for the next race coming up but man what a battle between walker and hunter uh throughout that whole race um they were back and forth a lot uh i think you know hunter hooked to or walker got around hunter um and then they kind of ran away together hunter was hooked to walker's rear grab bar uh for a lot of the race and then i believe going into the third lap uh right before the finish line walker ended up snagging a root um, and that, just that little, little section about the width of my garage uh, of woods that they had went through, grabbed a root, and uh, ended up getting stuck. Hunter got by, ended up able to put, like, a 20-second gap on him. Walker ran him back down, and um, they just did some really good battle. Ended up, Walker ended up winning the race by, I think, about a 15, 20-second margin, but um, it was a great race, that, and it was a tough, tough track. That track was um, ripped to shreds. I mean, it was... It was a really, really, uh, tough track. We talked to Walker after the race and he was talking about how, you know, there was breaking bumps in in the middle of an open straightaway, (laughs) um, that just, he said it was just a rough son of a gun and, um, uh, you know, he ended up coming out on top, um, even though, you know, he said that that wasn't really his strong suit because, you know, he said, I'm not the biggest and strongest guy. But, uh, you know, he, he, found out, he found a way to, to win again. And uh, so hats off to him. Hunter, great ride, Jared McClure with a uh, solid podium finish. Uh, those guys were hauling.
2: Oh yeah, man, it was it was great to watch. Um, I know you didn't get to watch too much of it, but I was standing on the sideline, and man, Fowler and Hunter, they, I mean, they were bumper to bumper, and uh, it was it was really cool. I was just cheering them both on, like telling them to get both go, just to see some good racing. And yeah, the, um, it it was it's just really cool to see the speed that they carry and and, and how close they were. Um, going into some of these sections at uh, you know third fourth gear wide open and you don't know what you're coming into in the next turn because there could be a lapper or anything like that. Um, I tell you what Cork I don't know what happened to Chris Borsch, but when he came around the first lap, his bumper, was smashed his front bumper was smashed clear back to the a-arms yeah so i don't know if he hit a tree or if he hit somebody else but if he hit somebody else i feel bad for that guy because i mean that front bumper was just smashed um which was uh was was really a bummer to see because he was been riding really good i heard i heard some good things about um him getting uh his bike uh where he kind of wanted it was getting more comfortable with it so it sucked but uh, uh yeah man jerry mcclure that was a good ride for him and him and mcgill i think we're getting, doing a little bit of battle out there as well
1: anytime those guys get together <laughs> it's definitely a uh, slug fest those guys really do uh race great together mm-hmm. um and uh it always seems like man they put on some good shows whenever they're together uh riding when they went by me because <laughs> i'd pulled off and and uh, was trying to figure out what was going on with my knee, and uh, they weren't too far off of each other's bumpers, yeah. so it was it was good. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, like I said, it was a really really rough track, so it just showed who. And it was a hot day as well, yeah. oh, so man, the so heat was crazy. So you know, uh, physical conditioning took a lot. Uh, for Sunday, Saturday and Sunday's
2: race yeah. as well. It was so rough out there guys that uh, after everything was done, they actually brung a, a little, their dozer on the track and smoothed them out for the bikes, uh, smoothed the track out a little bit for the bikes the next day. So that's how rough it got. It, it was pretty rough. It was
1: gnarly. It was gnarly yeah. for sure. Uh, but how about that XC2 oh, race yeah. as well? Yeah, Brandon Owens uh, kind of ran away with it and he's going to be our guest that comes on today so we're excited to bring him on and hear about his race and uh, I talk to him about this season he's in a hot points battle for the xc2 championship uh, there's a lot of good riders in that class and um, uh, we want to hear how he's how he's doing this season and what he's uh what his thoughts are going into snowshoe at, coming off of a win um, so yeah we're gonna go ahead and uh, bring him on here in just a second guys so stay tuned all right, guys, we're back. And uh, as promised, we got Brandon Owens on the line, XC2 winner, coming off of two straight wins this weekend at uh, Mount Morris. Brandon, thanks for coming on the show, buddy.
3: Oh, yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. You were hauling this weekend. Good uh, good ride out of you uh, this weekend yeah. at Mount Morris, uh, finishing uh, first in XC2 and 11th overall. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your weekend?
3: Well, we were coming off a win at... Uh <clears throat> The Tiger Run GNCC. we just been feeling good here recently. I'm feeling so much better on the new bike. and just I think we finally got everything in place. We came to this weekend and got it done, you know? But it is, it is pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, man. And, uh, I mean... You ended up uh, gapping the rest of the XC2 class pretty good, so that's got to, you know, give some confidence uh, in your riding as well, especially on such a rough uh, track that requires so much um, conditioning. Brandon and I were just talking about how rough that track got um, and how, you know, um, physical conditioning and uh, played a factor, especially with the heat as well.
3: Oh, yeah. Track was super rough, but I've been training a lot here recently, probably more than I ever have, and I feel like I'm in super great shape finally where i want to be and yeah
2: yeah i'm sure i'm sure like suspension uh probably played a, a good hand in, in this and uh probably got sounds like you might have that suspension dialed in right
3: oh yeah we've been working on a lot here recently we've i think we finally found a couple subs that we like for my race bike and my local bike and stuff so
1: Everything's been super good. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, I uh, uh, we were talking to uh, Walker after the race, um, and even he was saying, "Man, that was a rough son of a gun." Talking about the braking bumps and just in the middle of of uh, of um, you know where you shouldn't even have braking bumps. Um, and you know, I'm sure you're not having to ice your knees like I am right now. Because <laughs> i i rode I rode Saturday too and uh, ended up uh, uh, hurting my knee pretty good. But uh, but. Uh, Dude, it was it was a gnarly track. So it was awesome to see how uh how you guys navigated through that for sure.
3: Oh yeah, it was super gnarly. My knees from just rubbing against the gas tank and hitting them, my knees are bruised and uh, <laughs> just blistered up, died.
2: I bet, I bet. I see you see you've been putting some uh some good motos in at Fast Tracks with uh, McGill here lately.
3: Yeah, that place is so much fun. We uh me and him when we go down there we just like to Ride our hardest, see what we can get done down there. See, you know, just it's always fun.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I usually go up there with my, my, me, and my son, and a couple of guys. Uh, I'm, I usually ride a dirt bike, but uh, it gets pretty gnarly. I always wonder how how the quad guys fare after we get done on the bikes because there's some deep, deep ruts. I'm sure that first lap there oh, yeah. is brutal. <laughs> well,
3: the first lap you gotta be super cautious, but after that, it, it everything usually shapes up really well. They got a super great course and everything. Yeah. It's
2: awesome. Oh, yeah, it's a good place. It's good, definitely a good place to work on your speed, and, and I'm starting to wonder if that's where you, uh, your speed's starting to come from.
3: I mean, it's that place really helps. Like, fast Track's super good for figuring out how fast to come into turns, come out of turns, this and that, but I think it's everything just finally coming together for me, you know? <clears throat>
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're coming in snowshoe in the next couple of weeks. How, how are you feeling about snowshoe? Is that one of the places you like to like to hit, or, or?
3: Honestly, I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of snowshoe, but I do have my runs there. I've I've had good runs, I've had bad runs, but I mean, I guess as long as I just keep my confidence up and always think positive, and I'm sure we can get something done there too. Hopefully.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, you're riding a momentum train right now, and Brandon and I talk about this all the time. Like, just just giving yourself that added confidence has to, you know, play a huge role in your performance and how you're doing. I mean, we talk about like look look at Stu Baylor. He walks into the uh, he walks into the races knowing he's going to win, and you know he may not always win, but just that confidence in himself uh, brings a lot. Uh, and uh, just every time you win, you gain that much more confidence for sure.
3: Yeah. It's just like some people come into races thinking like, man, I want to get top three. I want to get top five. But really when I come in, the only thing on my mind is really trying to pull out a win, you know?
2: Oh yeah. So what, what kind of support system you got around you? You, you know, I'm sure I, mean, I know it we, we both know it takes a, a really good support system uh, to make this all come together.
3: Yeah. I got a, a longtime time friends. They started a business a good while ago and uh, it's here locally with me and uh they buy all my bikes and stuff for me. They help me out with everything they can. It's it's super good. I'm, I have uh, Greg's ATV and cycles up in uh, Ashokan, Ohio. He does my suspension, motor work, stuff like that. It's just Obor tires. They hook me up with all my tires and everything. They've been always been looking out. It's just everything coming together, you know. It's it's awesome.
1: So, where are you based out of, Bernie? Are uh, Ohio area?
3: I'm right on. Uh, per- I'm in Parkersburg, West Virginia. Okay. Right now. But so, like, it only takes me like fifteen minutes to get to Ohio. So
2: he's a good West Virginia boy. That's right, just like <laughs> us. Just like us. <laughs> yeah. yeah me,
3: me and McGill live like maybe ten minutes from each other, so we're always together. You know.
2: Oh yeah, that's okay. awesome.
1: Don't let him be a bad
2: influence on you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, shoot, he got you drinking that Crown Royal, do not he?
3: Uh like, <laughs> like, I try to stay away from
2: it. Yeah. There you go. There you that's go.
1: that's that's the conditioning we'd be on. <laughs> so, Brandon, you're sitting 44 points out of the lead uh, right now. You're sitting in third place. Um, uh, it looks like you guys are going to have a really, really good battle down to the finish right now for uh, for the XC2 title. Um, uh, just, you know, talk to us a little bit about that. You had a couple of races that – did you have a breakdown or something like that that have cost you a little bit of points or – um, yeah, because uh, I see a couple of finishes that didn't look too desirable.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, just, the end of the season really started out pretty slow for us. At, like the confidence thing we were talking about earlier, uh, first round I came in, I got a pretty good jump, and I was making my way through some of the guys. I think I was about mid-pack off the start and started making my way through some of the guys in my class, and I just ended up getting stuck, sent me way back. I almost got lapped. And it was just, after that, it was just hard to get my mind and everything back up to what I wanted to be. But yeah, at the beginning of the year, it was super rough on us. I just had, I honestly don't think my conditioning was as good as it is now. And it's, I don't know, it's just a lot of cards played there. And now I feel like everything's starting to come together more. We're starting to feel better, this and that. And I don't know, starting to
1: to turn around for us. Well, you're definitely catching some eyes for sure, and um, you're turning around at the perfect time of the season. Going into the second half of the season, that's arguably, you know, you got to start off strong, but that second half is so critical and so important, and uh, you're going into coming off of a two-race win, um, and really, you know, 44 points sounds like a lot, but it's really, it can be cut down quickly, and so... um, um, you know, you know, we're we're definitely keeping an eye on this battle because I feel like it's probably gonna be one that comes down to the final round, probably. And uh, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, uh, it's good to see good hard racing, especially in a class where um, you don't necessarily know who's gonna win. So that's that's always yeah. awesome, and uh, uh, and it's gotta you know breed some extra competition and, and fire with you guys.
3: Oh yeah, you never know what's gonna happen in our class because. Pretty much just about anybody can win a race because everybody has the speed to do it. It's just putting that race together. And like you're saying about the points and stuff, you never know because of the throwaways and, you know, just how, how the rest of the season's going to play out. And, yeah, that will all factor in towards the end. And I'm excited to see what's going to happen.
1: How many throwaways do you have? If
3: I'm correct, I think it's two or three.
1: Okay, I wasn't sure that I didn't know that pro because I know that um, XC one doesn't have throwaways, right? Um no, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I wasn't sure that um, XC two had throwaways, but uh, that's awesome too for sure. And uh, um, you know, like I said, we're we're rooting for you guys and uh, rooting just for really good race, and that's what we're all about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So would I mean? Is that
3: I mean? We're all racing for the same thing but it's awesome when we can all get together and ride you know
2: oh yeah yeah that's what this
3: weekend i had so much fun because ronnie made a little hiccup uh first lap and i stopped and i was talking to him asking if he needed help and a couple guys got by me and it was just super fun coming back to everybody getting the race you know
2: yeah that's that's what makes it nice i mean uh, it seems like everybody's you know um if someone's down like you guys will stop and check on each other which is really was really awesome um and especially at the level of the sport that you guys are in um it's really good to cool and really cool and good to see um but what what do you what do you do like to do off the bike off the
3: bike i like i like me i like going mountain biking me and adam we go to a group ride every wednesday and uh i'll go to the gym lift a little bit do cardio stuff like that but away from racing stuff i'll go fish all the time just to get my mind off things i like uh I mean playing basketball, stuff like that, but working out. I'm usually strictly into mountain biking. I love mountain biking. That's that's just my thing.
2: Yeah, mountain biking's kind of like uh, I just started picking it up with my family last year, and it kind of relaxes me a little bit. Like you get out there in the woods, but you know, like get a good pace going, but it's just kind of relaxing a little bit. You kind of don't think about. It. It's kind of like riding, a, like going out and riding. Oh, yeah. You know it's uh it, it's really cool for the at least for me it's really cool just to get away from things and
1: yeah when I go mountain biking I get almost like a it almost feels like GNCC racing sometimes if you get on some really good gnarly trails mm-hmm. uh it's mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 awesome so you get that kind that same kind of uh feeling but maybe just a little bit of a more of a, a, a leg workout in <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: well especially for us we're up here in this rough West Virginia terrain you know so mountain biking it just gets super gnarly sometimes and yeah,
2: it's just super fun. Oh, for sure. Do you do um do you go out to uh oh what is that Mount Hope or not Mount Mount Wood? Do you guys ride out there? Yeah, any? yeah. I live like
3: probably fifteen minutes,
2: twenty minutes. Okay. Yeah, I've been wanting to been wanting to go up there and hit those trails. We, I've been down here at Watersmith and doing a lot of those trails and and yeah. some other trails, but I I wouldn't try the how um I heard it's really nice up there. I just never had a chance to get up there and, and do some mountain biking. I have to check that out.
3: Oh yeah, they maintain it and everything. That's where we go on the group rides on Wednesdays and stuff. But yeah, it's
1: super fun. Oh, yeah. awesome, yeah. And if you ever find your way out towards uh like the Lost Creek area, uh that's where we go as Watersmith. Um it's it's a pretty awesome trail too. There's actually several um e and eMTB guys uh that I see out there uh weekly that are that are riding those trails for for uh practice and getting in shape. So it they've uh, really Built those yeah. trails
2: what last year or so? Yeah, the last year they, so, they really upped them up there. Yeah, they're oh, good yeah. stuff. You guys
3: will just get a hold of me sometime. I I'd, I'd love to come.
2: Yeah, yeah, for, for sure.
1: sure. We'll we'll plan a ride day and uh, and get, wait. You don't have an e bike, do you? Because <laughs> we might no. re, we might not be able to keep up then. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, no, I don't ride e bikes. If,
2: if he's bringing an e bike, I'm I'm bringing my TTR 125. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there we go
1: well I usually end up chasing my little boy around he rides his stasic and it's actually all I can do to keep up with him because he flies on that thing
3: oh those things are sweet yeah
1: Yeah. they really are and you know this weekend uh, it was his first race um, at the GNCC on the Stasics. and I tell you what man I'm impressed with the number of of Stasics that are showing up to these events Uh, I think I counted you know close to 50-60 bikes um um at that race. I couldn't believe how many Stasics were out there.
3: Oh yeah, it's it's super sweet that they got that going and stuff. I mean, I think it's a good thing for the kids and even the parents at to watch cuz they can sit there and watch their kids, you know. It's it's super sweet.
1: Yeah, yeah. it really is. It's a good a good introduction to the sport. Um Stasic's definitely doing it right and uh we definitely support that for sure.
2: Um oh, yeah. So how much how much crap does McGill give you cuz being on a Yamaha?
3: <laughs> Man, I gotta listen to that dude. Weekend in and week
2: out. <laughs> I figured. <That> sort of <laughs> I just I was got talked
3: the phone with him earlier and he was giving me
2: crap. I figured. I figured. I was like, man, if he's been hanging out with McGill and he's riding a <laughs> Yamaha, I guarantee he's getting some crap about it. Well, <laughs> oh, I've
3: been in McGill. We've, we've been hanging out for years now, so it's it's been a nonstop thing.
1: He was probably giving you crap for coming on for coming on the show.
2: <laughs> no, honestly,
3: I didn't even him a chance to tell. We were talking earlier about snowshoe and stuff, and... I just forgot
2: about it while we were
0: talking.
2: But yeah, we had I him. On, we had him on there a couple months <laughs> back, and uh, it was it was good. It was uh, it was good. Uh, good to have him on and uh, stuff. But it, it's it's always fun trying to get a hold of him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 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 Adams Adams shown his age when uh, I'm like, hey. Uh, we're <laughs> Hey, I'm going to call you to to get you on the show and he said he said okay, if I don't answer just leave me a voicemail. And I'm like, voicemail? Who leaves a voicemail nowadays? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh yeah, I mean uh so do you if it keeps going this year and you win the XE2, you plan on going back uh to XE2 or you think you might make the jump or I feel
3: I feel like I want to make the jump. I feel like I'm Finally, starting to get where I want to be, and I don't. If I can win this year, I don't want to slim my momentum down by staying back. I kind of just want to get up there and get in the mix, you know. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. How old are you, Brandon? I'm only 18 years old. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, the earlier you can get in, uh, I like that mentality. Get in that mix and get to, if you know you want to want to beat the best. You gotta you gotta be racing them. So, yeah. uh, um, and, and you know what we've noticed, especially, <clears throat> it seems like especially in G C not so much motos. A lot of times in motocross, you can you see like young kids like uh, like like um, like L- the Lawrence brothers come up and start just winning, you know, pretty quickly. In G yeah. in GNCC, it seems like that age and maturity really shows how important it is, uh, to, to, to have experience, um, in both the ATV and the bike races. Um, so the earlier you can get in there and get that experience, the, the better off you are.
3: Oh yeah. hundred percent. I just want, I'd like to get up there, figure out the speed and then just base whatever I'm doing off that, you know,
2: the speed is the speed is where it's at, man. That that yeah. uh, the front two guys, when uh, well, unfortunately Neil's out, but um, when those guys were on early in the season, man, that, that speed was just insane.
3: <laughs> well, when it comes down to it, you can ride that speed, but it's how long can you keep that?
2: Yeah, keep yeah.
3: it for the full two hours, or can you only ride that way for thirty minutes? And that's what it boils down to, and that's why Walker and Bryson and all these other guys—they're in such good shape right now. And it's, hard, and it's hard to get your body to that point, but they've figured it out, and that's how they're keeping the, maintaining the speed the whole race, and that's why it's just hard to find that, you know?
1: Yeah, for yeah. sure. And then, you know, <clears throat> we look at the overall sheets, and you're racing your way up into close to the top ten positions. So if you're able to get up there, I'm sure that any chance you get to latch on to a pro, uh, that's that's valuable experience that you're learning, even if you're um, starting on the second row.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I think I would have had a super awesome – overall finish this weekend but I got into some bottleneck issues on the last lap and it kind of sent me back a little bit, a little ways but when it comes down to it I'm not racing for the overall, I'm still racing for my class so it wasn't a super big heartbreaker but I'd love to see
2: myself up a little farther this weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah, those
1: overalls, they, they, they uh, pad your confidence a little bit extra for sure. <laughs> makes, you always, <laughs> makes
2: you always feel good when you're like yeah, I took 10th overall year or something like that out of everybody. Cool.
3: Like, so I grew up and I always looked up to Adam, uh, Borch, all them guys. So when I caught Borch this weekend, it was like the best feeling ever.
2: <laughs> I bet. I bet. I was
3: like, no way. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know. I know his bumper was like smashed all to hill when uh, he came around the first lap and I, I saw him. So I don't know if he hit a tree or or if he hit somebody I, else or what.
3: <laughs> I heard some a couple of XC1 guys got together. I don't know if he was in that mix or not, but...
2: He might have, because I'm telling you, that bumper was smashed clear back to the (laughs) (laughs) A-arms.
1: Man, how about the starts this weekend? Speaking of uh, guys getting together, um, there was quite a few wrecks off the hole shots for the ATVs this weekend, and almost every single class.
3: Oh yeah, it was gnarly. uh, Just the hole shot all together, just because it was so just off-camber and stuff. I mean, it was sweet the way it was laid out, but you definitely had to be on top of your game.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. That's for sure. That was my highlight of the of the weekend. I got the I got the hole shot in uh, the vet B class, but it quickly quickly turned after that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, the only reason why I got it was because the two guys the two guys that were in front of me ended up piling up right oh. in the second <laughs> turn, and I just went around them. So, uh, uh, but uh, but yeah, so that was that was pretty sweet. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. You guys are 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 hauling butt in that class, uh, that uh, XC two class, and we're excited to see how you guys do for the rest of the season, uh, battling for that uh, for that championship. And uh, we de- we'll definitely be following it and covering it for sure, man. So. Uh, Uh, We appreciate you coming on the show today, but before we let you go, we ask this question to every guest that comes on the show for the first time. If you had to pick one fast food and one candy to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? And be be careful with how you answer, because it shows a lot about a person (laughs) and what they pick.
3: Fast food and candy. I'd have to say Chick-fil-A for fast food.
1: Good answer. And candy
3: candy. I'd have to go with the... Have you ever had the Twin Snakes?
1: Twin Snakes?
3: By by Haribo. You know how they make the gummy bears?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Little sour twin snakes thing, and that was hands down my favorite candy ever. Oh, okay, all right. I, I cool. think my son eats those once in a while. I think I think oh, yeah. his mom will grab them. <laughs>
1: I think both of our sons had had some sour
2: oh yeah sweet
1: candy this weekend at the at the race, and it was uh, they were bouncing off of the trailer well, yeah, walls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so hey, Brandon buddy, thank you for coming on the show today. We appreciate it, and uh, uh, we look forward to having you back on in the future to talk about um, uh, what's going on with the xc2 uh championship battle and your future uh pro pro class
3: oh yeah guys it was awesome thanks for having me yeah
1: absolutely man man. we'll catch you down the road and thanks thanks again for coming on
2: oh yeah thank you all right right,
1: thank you all right guys that was uh brandon owens xc2 uh back-to-back race winner uh we're pumped to have him on the show thanks for his time today he was a really good interview yeah Uh, for sure man yeah absolutely um so uh hey don't forget, guys. Here soon in the next couple of minutes—maybe uh, not just a couple of minutes, ten minutes or so—we're going to be we're going to be announcing the winner of the Guts Racing seat cover. I got the uh, <clears throat> I got the randomizer up on my phone, and we're just going to hit it and. Uh, <clears throat> We'll be announcing who wins that Guts Racing seat cover. But uh, as far as competitions go, what else is going on, Brandon? Yeah,
2: man, uh, don't forget uh, RG, Hon- RG Motorsports um, is still doing that giveaway. Um, they're still. I think I was talking to Steven uh, there Thursday or Friday. I think there's 24 tickets left. So make sure if you want to try to win a 2014 TRX 450R with a fly racing promo pack on it, call in RG Motorsports, look them up on Facebook, and they're located in Bridgeport, West Virginia. Um, You don't have to be present to win. You can call in, buy a ticket, talk to Stephen and Meredith. Um, It's for a great cause. It's for um, uh, benefit warriors in in the field. Um, It's based out of Elkins, West Virginia, so when you're on your way to Snowshoe, I mean, uh, they'll be right in there, so um, that's where they're coming from. Um, And then also, if... Uh, also, the f- ten winners will also win a hundred dollar gift card. Yeah. So even if you don't win the bike, you can still get your hundred dollars back and 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 buy some and buy some gear or something.
1: Yeah, for sure. Or parts. I wonder if uh, I wonder if McGill has bought a ticket for that TRS. Probably. I like mean, those things might, are getting scarce. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might have bought four <laughs> or five tickets. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about the bikes real quick before we give that gut seat cover away. Yeah, for sure. So going into Sunday, we knew that it was going to be a. Really, really good battle. Uh Ben Kelly is really neat was really needing to to make up some points on Stu Baylor. Uh and th- the battle ended up coming down between those two guys oh, uh, all day long. And uh man, what a race it was. And yeah. you gotta feel you gotta feel for for Ben Kelly because he did all that he could do to hold off Stu. And Stu even, you know, uh on his post even said, Man, Ben was riding a heck of a race, heck of a pace. And um uh, unfortunately, he came up a little bit short yeah. uh, and Stu got around him the last lap.
2: Yeah, oh man, that was a great battle to watch and and uh, really cool to see Ben Kelly get out front there. Um, speaking of getting out front, Lane Michael, man, pulled the whole shot. What uh, good old West Virginia boy himself um, pulled the whole shot, but unfortunately, he had a little get off on the first lap and uh, hurt his ankle. So, Um, Hopefully um, we'll get a good report I
1: saw a picture, his ankle was about as swollen as my knee is Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
2: Um, so it was looking a little rough for him So hopefully we'll get some good news And hopefully he's back for a snowshoe Um, And then, man, Ricky Russell He can get out front early And he can make it happen I think he had a get-off too Um, Actually, I know he had a get-off Or no, he didn't have a get-off He hit a tree with his hand and the brake lever smashed him between his hand and the bars. And uh, I don't know if he, if anybody's watched his Instagram post story, but he actually um, showed where the doctor stuck the needle into his hand and like reset his pinky. So, <laughs> that's that's, rough. that's on there. Uh, um, but then, uh, if he can just put it all together, Ricky Russell is uh, coming with some a lot of experience this year. Um, but back to that, back to that battle, man. I was watching that battle, and I didn't think there's. Any way possible, Stu was going to catch Ben Kelly this weekend because, man, that dude was keeping it honest. Like twenty sec, I think there was a twenty second lead for most of the race, um, and I think he didn't get him to the last lap, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken.
1: No, he didn't. He he said that he on his Instagram post. He said he had a line picked out that he was eyeing up that that was going to be the line where he passed him. And you know that 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 when a racer has to pick a single line on an eleven and a half mile track, that the guy in front's Holland, mm-hmm. because that means he just can't pa- pass him anywhere. It, it, it You know, you had to be specific and intentional where you pass him. That just shows how well Ben Kelly was riding.
2: Yeah, I'm just wondering... Um I didn't get to go through all the posts or anything, but did, did Stu say when he lost his rear brake pedal, when he broke it It was off?
1: early. It was early enough to where that I think that he had thought about pitting to get a rear brake pedal put on, mm-hmm. um, but ended up deciding to, to not do that. If you looked at the pit board uh, that was posted, it said uh, uh, brakes, brakes are for from- pussies. <laughs> <laughs> so, typical Stu fashion. <laughs> typical Stu fashion, uh, but he um, – man – Talk about riding, riding <laughs> yeah. the brakes off the bike. No, no
2: excuses. That's uh, a Ronnie Mac would be proud. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the, yeah, it was really good to see, man. I tell you what, Jordan Ashburn put a heck of a ride in too to get he that did. third place he ride. Solid
1: and consistent, man. Yeah. That guy is a rock. And yeah. uh, uh, you know, hats off to him for a, just a really solid effort and putting in a solid performance. That that you know that's the type of stuff that's going to get you that overall podium at the end of the year. I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't looked at the points lately, but he's not very far back. I'm sure uh, for getting that uh, overall um, uh, podium for the year, but. Um,
2: and then Josh string had a heck of a ride too. He was running in third place for the most of the day too. Uh, I'm not sure if he had a little, if he went down or if he had a bike problem or something to let Jordan Ashburn go by. Um, Cause I know Jordan and Josh string and, um, uh, shoot, there was somebody else. I can't think of his name right now. I have to look at the paper. Uh, but they were pretty much Toth? like, yeah, Josh Toth. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was running heck of a run too. Those three right there were battling for for the third place spot like all day long and. um Jordan Ashburn just snuck it by. Well, you know
1: who else was battling for that third place spot all day long too until he uh, ended up losing coolant in the bike was Thad Duvall. Yeah,
2: yeah, unfortunately, Unfortunately, man, man.
1: I tell you what, he's had a rough season so far. Um, But, uh, you know, it's a good thing that, you know, they were talking about him pulling into the pits and uh, jumping off the bike. Um, I was happy to see that he wasn't injured, uh, that it was just a bike failure. Um, So, you know, you can fix a bike, you can't fix the man as, as easily. So it's good to, you know, See that he's healthy and able to come back and race another day at Snowshoe, and hopefully he can have a good race at Snowshoe. I know Snowshoe hasn't always been so kind to him uh, with um, uh, bike issues as well. Uh, seems like it's uh, you know he's been in the lead a lot there, and uh, ended up having a bike malfunction uh, that ends up taking him out. So hopefully this year the tides can change for him and he can uh, uh, show what he's has true potential because every team every time he's been up front this year something's happened so um but uh what about that xc2 battle
2: yeah man i tell you what craig DeLong. um at first he had a little rough to go uh, off the start um and him uh, and johnny g uh
1: got in got uh tangled up together and uh i think johnny g ended up breaking his uh brake pedal off Mm -hmm. as well uh so there was a lot um there was a lot of stuff going on in that <laughs> race.
2: Yeah, but I will tell you, man, Lyndon Snawgrass, what he was hauling. He's
1: on. been re- he's been really accelerating himself in the past couple races. Um, I'm not sure where he finished overall, but uh, he's had a lot of good races uh, lately. And uh, I tell you what, man, that's another XC2 battle that. Uh, you know, it's not going to be yes. It's but, not going to be easily uh, handed out, especially uh, with Litakowski
2: having a bad, bad. Uh, well, I'm, not, I'm not sure if he went down or if he had a breakdown or something. But for with him dropping back and being at 16th place this weekend, I'm sure it's a that's a bummer for him. Yeah. Um. But it makes the battle really tight.
1: Yeah, and it's really cool to see. You know, both XC2 classes are showing such great racing this year. And you know, if you, when you think about it, that's the future of the sport. Uh, oh, yeah. So it the future's bright in the GNCC racing community for some really just solid battles uh between a lot of guys and when you have a lot of guys that are in the mix like that winning races and you don't have one guy just running away with it you you just get a really good appreciation for the future and what's to come and and GNCC racing
2: yeah man yeah it's it's really great to see that these um you you have you know a good 17 XC2 guys um that, that are all capable of winning anytime and and that knowing that they could uh move right up in the XC1 class and still have a great battle. And um, so we, we have some promising years of GNCC racing to come for, yeah. on the bike side for sure.
1: Absolutely. On the bike and the quad side, we're excited to be fans of it and excited to uh – Break down all the action for you each and every race, each and every year, each and every week.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Hey, if you guys ever want us to talk about a certain topic, let us know.
1: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we appreciate everybody reaching out to us this weekend. We had some guys that actually came over to our pits uh, that were fans of the show, uh, want some T-shirts. If you guys want T-shirts hit us up on Instagram, and we will get a batch together and order a batch of T-shirts. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean.
2: We won't charge, like, like whatever they charge. Whatever they
1: charge, that's what we'll charge. Yeah. We don't want to make any money off of the T-shirts. Uh, t-shirts are expensive enough as they are. Uh, but we want to uh, we be able to, if you guys want to wear the logo, that's an honor to us. So we want to be able to provide <laughs> you with that. But, uh, Brandon, you ready to give this Guts Racing seat cover away?
2: Oh, man, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm a little I'm jealous. Excited too. I'm a little first jealous.
1: giveaway. This will be the first winner besides the T-shirts that we gave away for the
2: uh, uh, fantasy for,
1: for the fantasy stuff. But this will be the first giveaway for the show. Thank you to Andy Greg and the Guts Racing Company for providing us with this opportunity to give something back to uh, the fans of this show.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you guys aren't running Guts Racing seat covers, look into it, man. I'm telling you, you you won't regret it. No,
1: you. Sh- yeah, definitely. You should be running Guts Racing. Uh, and then I tell you what, man, uh, so here's how we're going to do it. I, I, we have 19 people that picked the right combination of Walker Fowler and Stu Baylor to win the GNCC up at High Point this weekend. Um, I, I put all 19 guys – and I think there's like maybe even a couple girls in here. <coughs> but I put them in a randomizer.
2: At least we hope, because there's some weird names. <laughs> <laughs> but I
1: put them in a randomizer. And what, I'm going to hit the randomizer, and then whatever it is, it is. Brandon's going to videotape it, and we're going to uh, we'll put it on Instagram okay. after the winner uh, uh, messages us. So if this if you win, message us. All right, ready? Here we go.
2: <laughs> I'm joking. You, come on, hit the thing. damn... Oh, you don't even know how to work it. Look at it. I
1: don't know how to work it.
2: Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, good thing we're not, <laughs> thing we're not live. Oh, Janky. no. Janky. Uh, uh, hold on. We'll have to cut this video. But uh, while he's doing that, you know, hold on. Oh, did you do it?
1: Oh, there we go. Ready? Okay, ready. All right, ready? Here One, two, three.
2: It's spinning.
1: It's spinning. Woop woop. It's spinning. All right, he's who's going to win? He's
2: lucky. He's lucky. Oh, yeah. Oh, Travis Travis Jones. Jones.
1: Boom, boom, boom. Travis Jones, you are the winner of the Guts Racing Seat Cover. So, Travis, either message us on Facebook.
2: Instagram. um,
1: Instagram. And we will get you uh, the uh, information on how to get that Guts Racing Seat Cover. Congratulations, buddy. The first winner of the show. And, uh, yeah, man. That's exciting! I'm, I'm very, excited, dude. I'm, oh, I'm pumped. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So, man. Uh, and then make sure you let us know how you like that. Oh, racing yeah, for seat sure. Cover. You got to give us
2: a review or something.
1: Absolutely. So, next topic. Brandon, did you go home and watch the pro motocross?
2: I went home after and watched, GNCC. I went home and watched the first motos. Woke up on the next day and the walk.
1: How well did you? How well did you do on not finding out who won? <sighs>
2: Really bad because I kind of forgot about the promo at first, and then I pulled up and I saw f- the one result, and I was like,
1: oh, "You saw that? Rocks went one yeah, one, didn't I was you?" Like, That's what this. I saw too. I was so mad when I accidentally saw that. I was like,
2: "I was like, damn it." <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I man. wish that somehow I, was- I could like block for certain periods of like days of just like motocross like certain like if, if i didn't if i miss a GNCC C race or something I was, like. I was looking
1: for GNCC stuff and found that yeah um and i exactly what happened to me as well but i did go home and i watched the first motos um saturday night and then sunday morning i watched the second motos while i was icing my knee <laughs> <laughs> and uh um it was uh uh, man, man great racing
2: oh man 250s and 450s both it was like back and forth back and forth i was like after just leaving gntc and then coming home and watching that i was just like
1: dude ah. just like man I almost need a couple weekends of a break bef- so we can just process <laughs> all of that good racing oh man um you know i want to give a shout out to the track uh uh, uh the track f- officials whoever did the track work on that, on that track, because they didn't rip it up so deep. It wasn't a mud fest at the start mm-hmm. of practice, uh, ended up turning out to great, great racing. Um, there's two passes that stick out in my mind. And I think you're probably going to think the same thing when Dylan friend passed, uh, Ken Roxon or no AC. And when, um, um, <clears throat> when, uh, Jet Lawrence passed Cooper, uh, on that, that kind of, that rolling turn where they were basically flat tracking it. Yeah. Oh dude, those yeah. were awesome passes. Oh
2: man, yeah. It with those two in, in the in the second moto, I was like uh I was like, "Oh, who's taking who's taking who out?" cuz like the first couple turns like it was getting brutal and and uh it was just really cool to see, man. It was just awesome. Um Jet Lawrence, that that kid is he's going to be fire. If
1: Jmar's if Jmart is out, are we given the the title to Jet? I mean, are you
2: there yet? No, I mean Justin Cooper. He can turn it on. Um, he has the speed. Um, he's just got to figure it out. Uh, maybe if Maybe if J Mart doesn't get to come back, maybe all the um, star go, focus goes to Justin Cooper. So maybe Maybe he gets some turnaround or something. But
1: Justin Cooper, he's solid. But man, I just don't see the fire um, in him at times. Uh, now, I mean, he did great this weekend. He took the overall, but. <clears throat> And hats off to him for for saying it on the podium that yeah I took the overall but I was beat by two different guys yeah. um, in each moto so you know it just seems like like he doesn't I don't know it, it just it doesn't seem like the there's a fire uh, as far as like um, just. This raw speed that's going to blow you away with him, but uh, it's it's great racing, man. And I tell you what, like he gets the start. Sometimes Jet doesn't get the start, so that's what makes a really good battle is uh, the faster guy end up having to come through the pack a little bit.
2: Is it safe to say that maybe since um, Honda got away from Geico and is getting factory support that they found some extra horsepower? In I that think thing. the
1: Honda the Honda two fifties are definitely better for sure.
2: Uh, you know, it's just crazy because you would think that Geico had all the support from HRC and and, and everything and they couldn't uh, figure it out and then they you know they cut the program pretty much in what more than half uh, and uh and start working with HRC and now now they found some power in that 250 which is uh really cool to see um man R- RJ Hampshire was running really good too and and uh first moto he was he was battling and then he went down hard and um what's up with Forkner
1: I don't know. Forkner really hasn't ran motocross a lot in the past several years. Um I don't really think that he's ever I mean, I've never worked her as like like outdoor guy. Um so I don't know.
2: I mean, who who would you say right now is having a bust 250 season?
1: Bust 250 season. Yeah.
2: That that you were surprised. I know I threw at the part. <laughs> I mean, I mean besides him. I mean, he could possibly come back. It's a hand. I mean, I,
1: but judging by his Instagram post that it was time to get healthy. Uh kind of worried about him. Yeah. I mean, um, we got like
2: what 2 to 3 weeks before hop, 2 weeks. Two, 2 weeks.
1: We got one weekend off. Um I'm excited about that. Can't wait to be up there watching yeah, that.
2: Cuz you know what, you know what's really awesome for UGNC fans is the 557 is making his pro motocross I know motocross de- I, know.
1: Debut. I uh, another podcast that uh, I'm a fan of the um the main event moto they posted a question like what's your question going into the next round and my first question was to them I, I, I posted I said what do you guys think of Caleb Russell uh and making his pro motocross debut uh this year yeah and um I'm excited. I hope that he's 100% healthy, or at least as close to as possible after that gnarly get-off that he had. But, you know, high points probably a really good round for him to come back to, I would say. Oh, so yeah. uh, I, I'm excited to see what he does. Um, do you? Uh, what do you think?
2: Do you see top ten? Man, uh, I mean, I would love to see top ten. Um, the field is so deep. I mean, you look at the talent um, – That that's already been has been racing already and it's got you know figured out. Um, I would I would safe to say top fifteen. That would be a great spot for him. I think um, just to get his feet wet. Um, Not saying he can't get up there in in the top ten at all because it's very possible. He's a a guy's you know knows how to win. That's just the way it is. Um, But I would like to see top fifteen to get his feet wet. for sure. I, I
1: don't know if it's just the GNCC C fandom in me, but I, dude, I'm I'm feeling like a seven to ten.
2: If if they were running like, let's just say, if they were running a, an an hour moto race, and then yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, like I said. If he could just stay healthy and get a couple rounds under his belt, then I for sure see him moving up inside do that top Do you see 10.
1: him being able – if he stays healthy mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the season and yeah. runs every race, uh, before the end of the season, do you see him being able to put it close to the podium if not on the podium? I don't know because he just –
2: Dude, I've never really. Seen, I mean, I've seen him in 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 on the. He almost did it on four fifty, but it was a mutter. It, it was a muddy track. So, um, um, so, so I mean, it's, it's just, still
1: Unadilla. You know, that's high speeds up there. Yeah, at Unadilla. I mean,
2: but it just you just don't have the moto background. I mean, not saying he can't ride moto because I'm sure that's what he Man, rides. Have you seen you know a motocross like, track
1: that he built? Yeah, I mean, I'm that's sh- a, dude. And then, but the thing is, is like all these GNCC guys. Like look at Stu and his complex. Yeah. They focus on training oh, yeah. by motocross well, yeah, racing.
2: Yeah, moto's intense, man. I mean, this is- yeah,
1: and you, you know you can hold an, you can hold your heart rate up uh, easier if you're trying to get a good workout. Motocross is where it's at. But I tell you, like I really, really expect and hope to see high things. And I don't know, like maybe it's just my GNCC fandom going on. Oh, I would but,
2: love to see him get up there. But I,
1: th- I, I really do see him being able to do it. I don't think. You know,
2: if he doesn't do it this round, like getting inside the top ten, um, I would for sure foresee him not just saying that's okay because that's just not him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure he's going back to the board. Well, I mean, the
1: thing is, is like, is like, look what he was doing before the season even started. He was out in California with KTM yeah. doing the motos, doing the, the the rides at Glen Helen and 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 Paula Raceway, mm-hmm. and like, he's a guy that 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 I think you could. Say okay, you're go. You're gonna go race on the moon, and he would train as hard as he could for it.
2: I I, th- I would almost want to see him in the 450 class, just because I feel like that 250 class is pretty dangerous. Like I feel like those those young kids are just like let's hold it wide open, and, and and if I take you out and we're all going out, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I I'll worry about his health in the 250 <laughs> class. <laughs> well.
1: I don't, dude. Is the 450 right now this year? Is the 450 class that much better? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Look at the 450 class right now. We're talking about Eli Tomac going yeah. 10-10 yeah. at his home racetrack that he dominates. Yeah. at. I mean,
2: could you imagine? If-
1: I can't see. Okay, at the state, the 450 class is right now. Dude, you have to be a legend in <laughs> motocross to break that top yeah. 10.
2: I mean, hey, I mean, if you're going to do it, you want to do the best of the best, right? <laughs> Eventually, I don't
1: know what his plans are yeah. in the future. Like, is he planning on is he planning on rebirthing another career and making this into uh our career number 2 or is this just something that he wants to like a one-off season?
2: You know, you know this might be something that's like, you know what? People say I want all these championships from GNTC, but it wasn't moto you Mm -hmm. know maybe this is like hey i i can do this too you know you you Um,
1: listen to a lot of his interviews in the past and it always seems like he had this um fascination about motocross and how he was grew, grew up and wasn't allowed to do it to do it so you know i think that he's in this place right now where you know if he didn't do it he would always wonder what if yeah so i believe that 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 you know um I think that I see him doing. Let's see how this season goes. If I go out there, and especially since he, you know, we're not worried about points by this by this time. Mm -hmm. You know, he's he's already two races down. But if I go out there and I I put in solid performances, and I feel like I can run with the best of them, maybe we go for year number two. Yeah. Maybe in year number two, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if if somebody like Caleb Russell is knocking on the door of uh, let's get a podium or a championship contender um uh, yeah. if he puts in solid rods and, and and does this but if it's a one year off thing that's awesome too just to check that box and yeah. say that he did it you know he doesn't have to prove anymore oh no he's already the goat yeah uh of GNCC dirt bike racing yeah um so I'm that's one thing I'm extremely excited about as well
2: so let me ask you a question so what's more impressive Walker Fowler winning or Stu Baylor winning this weekend
1: What's more impressive?
2: Yeah. Which one had the? Which do you think is the... Uh, well... Because <laughs> they both were in battles, man. They were both battles. They both
1: were in battles, that's for sure. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> that's a hard one. I'm going to have to say... I'm going to have to say, Stu...
2: Because of the be- brakes?
1: Because of the brake of falling off. Yeah, because of the break falling off, uh, but at the same time,
2: <laughs> Walker was wrapped up in a grapevine. Yeah, come on, you can only choose one or
1: the other. Uh, I'm gonna go with Stu. just because Ben he he, he chased Ben Kelly down in the points. Mm-hmm. He's chased Ben Kelly down so many times, and and uh, I don't know. Walker was <laughs> impressive too, though. Walker's was, yeah, was he I was. I mean, I mean, it's hard to pick between between it is. those two. Well, listen, uh, I
2: didn't give it to you to be, be easy.
1: <laughs> I, you know at this point in time i'm just wanting them both to win out that way we can swap bikes at the end of the season and, and iron man one of them run uh, a bike and, and one run a quad
2: yeah uh, i don't know if fowler's in for that or not but i mean we put it up for so <laughs> let me ask you this
1: and this is probably an easy 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 answer if fowler and Stu switched bikes for for iron man who does better
2: Oh, I don't know, man. I, I, I would say Fowler. He's got a little bit more experience on a dirt A bike. little bit. A little <laughs> bit.
1: Stu was on the show and said he's never been on a quad.
2: <laughs>
1: Fowler was a top 20. Or yeah. What do he say? Top 20?
2: I can't remember. Top 30 it's rider at I one mean, point? You know. What, what do you expect? He's as yeah. he's good.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this. Well, this is not fair either. <laughs> it, who, does, who would do better if Stu would go to moto? And ride a, ride. This is just all hypothetical fun talk. Yeah. Stu goes to Moto, or Fowler goes to Moto uh, on a quad. Uh, now, don't take into a fa- into account that there's less quads on the yeah. line. Just let's just do use it as like a percentage. Um, um, who finishes percentage wise better?
2: Fowler. Stu- Fowler. Fowler. Yeah. 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 I, I want to see he, that. He, he, <laughs> oh, I, He's hinted
1: around before that he wants to do that. I want to see that.
2: Listen, this is my, like, my, like, this is a thing that I've been thinking about. All right. The, everybody, you know, the unfortunately the quads are kind of, not. I don't want to say dying off, but, no, no, but no. They're, they're not dying off. No. But like
1: this year has actually been really, really great. good for it's, quads. You know,
2: everything's been great. Um, the numbers just aren't the same as the bikes. It's Absolutely, just the it it's not going. Besides be. Beside, Beside ATV, motocross, and GNTC, it
1: would take a lot for for them to be yeah. the same, and so that's okay. The, it's the, it's not a but competition. How, all right, now
2: listen. <laughs> all right, now listen to this. How awesome would it be? Okay to somehow combine the ATV Metacross and the GNCC Racing. Could you imagine Chad Weaning, Joel Hettrick, Walker Fowler, Bryson Neal, Wesley Wolf, uh Cody Ford, Bryson – I mean, all those guys lined up on the GNCC and then – 2 weeks later they line up on the ATV motocross and then they're like they kind of have to like
1: What if we get them out like a fast tracks like GP type just where man. it's kind of both the yeah, both like, worlds?
2: How awesome. Who comes out on top? Dude, like that would just be <laughs> that would just be sick. All right? It really would be. I mean, you know, this think about all the talent. Okay, you put them both together and just the talent that's there. This gives
1: me an idea. <laughs> what if we created a split line off-road event, a quad event <laughs> where we do that? <laughs>
2: I mean, I just, I it, it would just be, it would be for me, it would just be mind blowing. Of just, it would, um, it
1: would break the quad world internet. It would,
2: but see, because then, then you get, you get the turnouts. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, if you ride a quad and then all the pros are going and doing the GNCC and you're a motocross guy, I mean, it, it gets a little expensive because you have to have a motocross set up and then you have to have a GNCC set up.
1: You just run what you bring, though. Yeah, you could. You know what I'm saying? Like but, a GP racer, you can, yeah, you can ride what you bring, pretty much. Like you know, close. you know, uh, Fowler's going to have maybe we the, can
2: host it at Fast Tracks. So ex- that's what exactly that what I'm awesome. saying. Just one weekend of Fast Tracks. We're going to we're going oh, to get ourselves in trouble. Here, <laughs> yeah, <aren't> we <laughs> are. <laughs>
1: so like, but but, you but Walker ever... would have an advantage when they get into the wooded yeah. sections, which aren't too tight. Not no. not too tight to where you couldn't no. have an, uh, a motorbike. Yeah, and then and the, as far as bike setup goes, and then um, um, Wiener would have the advantage whenever they're out on the motor First section thought, of the yeah. track.
2: I mean, it would just it would just be awesome. Could you imagine, like, Chad Weenan and Walker Fowler? Like, how many championships those guys got together? You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, what? So, um, <laughs> it's over, like, what, 13? 13. Yeah. There's 13 together. It's going to be 14.
2: And then add, throw Joe Hedrick in there and then bracing Oh, my gosh. Like, Who comes
1: out on top? That would oh be awesome. Oh, my
2: gosh. That would just be insane. That's, the, that's a dream of mine, guys. All right, that's a dream of mine. I love it. You quad guys, if you pro quad guys are listening, let's make it happen. Come on, let's figure it out. Because... Um, maybe we can get I, I, digging I,
1: I, maybe we can get Cody Jansen and digging deep maybe uh, some Co- yeah. To get on board with us and and try to try because to create this thing. That's what the
2: ATV world needs, man. They need they need something like that. I too. will
1: say this though, the ATV world with ATV motocross and, and ATV G and they are much tighter knit than yeah. the pro motocross dirt bikes and, and oh, pro yeah, G and sure dirt for bikes. Sure, yeah. They're much. I mean, it's, it's, it's it could happen then. You it, know? it really could. You could see that happening way before you see Eli Tomac lining up against Stu Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> You're never going to see that. I mean, unless we had, we had unless, Zach
2: Osborne up. Against him, so.
1: <laughs> but Zach's, a, but Zach's, a, 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 yeah,
2: he came from the, you know, that roots. Zach
1: also wants to go and do a triathlon That <laughs> the ones where you shoot, lay down and shoot the guns. Yeah. What's that called? Biathlon, uh, tri- whatever no, I don't know. it is.
2: Yeah.
1: I, he, I mean, he's he's just a competitor. But you're never going to see Eli Tomac jump into no. a GNCC race. No. Never. No. You're never going to see Ken Rockson do that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just I just couldn't. I just I just let's just make it happen because that would just blow my mind. And I think it would blow up the ATV world like crazy.
1: Absolutely, let's make it happen. <laughs> maybe not this
2: year. Maybe not next, next year. year. In a couple years, maybe. In a Couple years. Whatever we got to do. Maybe. If, if it happens this year, let's make it happen. <laughs> All right. So another question for you. I oh, mean, we got way off topic. <laughs> I don't care. This is fun. Yeah, that was great. Um, another one for you. Who has more the most impressive ride? Ken Rockson with the one one, mm-hmm. or Dylan Fernandez? Backing up his first the, the first week of motos.
1: Well, I mean, you could look at it both ways because Dylan Fernandez, you know, you didn't really see that coming this year. I mean, yeah, sure, you you were seeing that he was going to be fast, but was he going to be the class of the field? I don't know. You didn't see that coming. Now, Ken Roxon, he was my championship prediction, right? Yeah, and that's looking good so
2: far. It but is,
1: it is. at first, you know. I messaged you when I, whenever I saw his press conference. I'm like, oh, crap. Like, this guy's... He was like... The way he's talking... Sally
2: like, Sadsack, man. Sally Sadsack.
1: <laughs> the way he was talking, I thought that he might drop out of the series by now if he had, like, uh, you know, an 8-9 finish in round one and two. But he's looking prime for the championship. I'm going to say that, you know, when... he. Roxon's batting 75% right now in the four motos. Um, So I'm going to say Roxon. I think Roxon's the most impressive right now just because of him coming off of, uh, you know, he was the second best Supercross rider in the world. Mm -hmm. Cooper Webb is just, when it comes to Supercross, he is a machine. Mm -hmm. But everybody looked at it as if he was defeated. Mm Mm-hmm and maybe that's how he felt too coming out of the supercross season he came off of a, a, a defeating season in supercross that you know he was that close to winning the championship and couldn't pull it off and he came into motocross saying i don't know guys i'm not really pumped on motocross right now i'm not really gelling with motocross right now we'll just see how it goes and then he comes and wins three or four motos that's mm-hmm. I- you're looking pretty good, Kenny. Yeah. You're looking like you like you may have been playing possum a little bit, <laughs> which I guess you know. Uh, Weege said that maybe he was playing possum, and Kenny, Kenny didn't take too kindly to that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe possible, man. But I'm telling you, um, um, he looks like like somebody that 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 wants to go out and win a championship, mm-hmm. and um, I'll tell you, especially what. after the start that he got. But maybe the uh, maybe the comments that he made at the beginning of the season was just one of those like if it goes. If it goes south, I already have this built-in excuse <laughs> as to why it went south. Yeah. Uh, but if it goes good, then uh, I exceeded expectations. But
2: see, now this is where I think Kenny starts playing games with himself because now, now he has this pressure on him again because now he's doing good. Okay, so if he let's say let's say he goes one-one at high point again, all right, but then the next round he he has a bad race and now everybody's like, oh, typical Roxxon. And here comes well, the mental game. Well, at some games. point
1: in time though, you got to be able to handle the pressure and he's proved that he could do it twice yeah. in the 450 motocross. But That
2: was before that was before the injury.
1: Very true, but at the same time Kenny is becoming closer and closer and closer to old Kenny form. Um, different style, but old Kenny mm. in a sense that he could win. Yeah. Um, he's already done it before on the motocross uh, in 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 moto. Um but I, and I think that he can do it again. I think that he could do it again. And mm-hmm. I want to be proven right with my <laughs> prediction. What was your prediction, Tomac?
2: I said Tomac. That's just not because No, no. no. <laughs> it's it, unless unless man. Unless the only Cali
1: that's going to win the championship possibly is AC. AC. Man. And 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 they're again, the clumsy. there again. I, t- I tell you what, man. Every time he hits Clampy. the ground, I gotta throw my hands up. I'm like, man, please just stop hitting the ground. Listen, and
2: you know what it is? It's the Kawasaki. I'm sorry, it's the freaking Kawasaki. He did it two fifties. Those bikes are just. How can you say it's
1: the Kawasaki be, though? Whenever whenever Tomac won three straight. Outdoor it's just it's,
2: he needs a bike that's front end stable, and those Kawasaki's are just not front end stables.
1: Man, we got birds. we got
2: birds, we got we got everything. The, in the whole time in the Brandon Owens was
1: on, we had like like a bird. I mean, what is this? <laughs> We're in my garage,
2: <laughs> Sydney.
1: Yeah, yeah, get, get my bird dog. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, it's just um I don't know. There's something lights a fire under Tomax, but. But the field is just so deep, man. And 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 AC's got clown feet. I'm um, just thinking he needs to get on a bike that that's just more stable for him. Um, I think he would do better. Um, but that's just my opinion. So
1: so you're saying that Tomac's going to do better when he when he gets to uh, when he gets to uh, <clears throat> Yamaha next year? Uh,
2: I mean, right now the way Fernandez is riding the Yamaha and Aaron Plessinger is, is getting starts looks like Star, Stars got that teams flipped around and doing their thing now, I mean, Tomac might have a great chance. How crazy
1: is it that, that Star's doing better with Yamaha than Factory Yamaha was doing with Yamaha? <laughs>
2: just, it's whatever they're doing there, they got some they got some tricks in, uh, up their sleeves, I guess. But. That's for sure.
1: And, and it also sounds like they bring a fun element to the rig, yeah. whereas that uh, Factory Yamaha was maybe... Like... Collar and tie yeah. type, you yeah.
2: know. I just, I, it just makes me laugh and crack up. Could, can you imagine uh, Aaron Plessinger coming, coming around Roger DaCosta with a joke or, or something like his hair brain painted with uh, with an American flag or something in it and, or, or something. And he just kind of looking like, yeah, you, hey, do you, you do?
1: see that we, uh, <laughs> we don't really do that stuff here. We just win races. Yeah. No, that was yeah. terrible. Or,
2: but <laughs> uh, you know, or, um, or if he goes with Adam Baker. Um, yeah. Could you imagine if he shows up like all goofy or something? And I'm just like, let's get serious. Like, I, know, I don't know. I do Baker
1: used to be goofy with uh Villapoto. Yeah. See I them wrestling so. on the side of the track at one time.
2: Yeah. I mean, maybe that wasn't play.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think it was because I think <laughs> I think that I think that Villapoto got on uh, Baker's nerves yeah. a lot. Because <laughs> so. every like I would hear like stuff about how uh Baker would be like, all right, we're going to do a 15 lap moto, and, and Villa Pota be like, How about 12? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so who knows? Who knows? Yeah, so and, uh,
2: I think that's gonna be an interesting mix next year, but uh, we still got a whole season ahead of us. So.
1: Yeah, so hey, uh, we got a couple weeks
2: off from yes, yeah, we
1: got next week off with no moto, we got
2: two weeks, so yeah we got a couple. It's three couple, weeks for the third week in snowshoe.
1: we got to figure out something to talk about. We got, man, we got a lot of uh, guests yeah, lined wanna up that want to come on. So uh, we'll, maybe we'll have two guests on next week. Maybe. How's that sound? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Get get uh, get our GNCC Racing Nation what they want. That's right. Um, man, let's go back to GNC just real quick before we end the show. We got to talk to a lot of awesome people this weekend, including uh, Mikey Waynes in person and Rodney and Tomlin, Tomlin in person. Um, Man, Rodney Tomlin, such an awesome guy. Yeah, And uh, um, we we got some, you know, with all these guys that we've talked to this weekend, we got some really awesome things to be coming down the pipe for yeah. uh, Split Line Off-Road uh, podcast. So, uh, guys, hang on. Hang on to your pants because we're coming, and it's going to be fun. Yeah. This is going to be an awesome uh, experience, what we're getting ready to do, I think. And
2: um, Yeah, because we're, we're going to have a heck of a quad race coming. up.
1: <laughs> <Evan, laughs> Evidently we're gonna be hosting the quad race of the century. Yeah. Watch out, Nick Janusa. Like. With, 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 maybe we can even throw a mini bike like, race at yeah, Man, just have a
2: big old <laughs> event, man. In this season party. That's what we'll call it.
1: Yeah. We need to get, figure out how to get a, a big purse. Yeah. Maybe we can get some sponsors to get a big purse. Oh man. That that would draw them out there.
2: Oh man. I I just couldn't I couldn't imagine having the best of the best. Dude, if of we the go best. to
1: but if we go to fast tracks though, like Somebody like McGill <laughs> might, take, might might yeah. go out there and spank everybody because McGill, yeah. maybe maybe Brandon McGill Owens, yeah. maybe McGill and Brandon Owens just yeah. just take it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of fast guys. Uh, Josh Merritt goes out the fast tracks. Yeah, some and there's a lot of fast guys that used to go to fast tracks out there in Ohio. So. Um, Man, I, this is all hypothetical, just, no, it guys. Is, it is. This is all but, just
1: fun talk. But, but what if it actually happened? We. This is the stuff that you know.
2: I might be able to make it Racing happen. fan dreams of. I, I know some people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we may, we
1: may not be big enough to make something like that happen right now, but one day Listen, we will be. <laughs> I got I got one, one
2: phone call. I can make one phone call. We can make it happen.
1: Oh, Brandon, come on. <laughs> no,
2: may, may, maybe two phone calls. Walker, Fowler, and Chad Ween. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you get those you two guys. The ghost,
2: Everybody else joins in. Yeah. Those, you're, those you're guys right. are legends. You're right. Yeah.
1: You're right. Absolutely. So, guys, awesome podcast. If this is your first time on the show, make sure you go to our Instagram, Split Line Off Road. Make sure you go to our Facebook, also Split Line Off Road, <laughs> and uh, follow us. We're going to be uh, posting on there all the time what's going on. Um, uh, I made a post today about the Stasic race and how awesome that was. Um, but, yeah. uh, Have some interaction with us. We appreciate all the messages and all the comments. If we don't get back to you, we will. We always get back to everybody, and that's what we pride ourselves on because uh, you guys are just as much a part of this show as we are, and uh, we appreciate the support. Uh, So thank you, guys. And uh, you got any parting words, Brandon? Peace. (laughs) Later.